and she was just the ultimate Christian girl, like just incredibly, like painfully Christian girl. Ultimate and Christian Girl is my favorite Christian version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with Power Rangers. <laughs> Ultimate Christian, Christian Girls. Girls. <laughs> Power of Infinity Scarf. Power of Baking Bread. Power of Boggle. Dearly beloved, welcome to the Unblessed Podcast. Where we inquire and exposit the mysteries of that ancient text, that good book itself, the Holy Bible. We are not theologians nor historians. We are but armchair philosophers who spent years in seminary or on a church staff and have since departed to make our own way. We invite you now to read, think, and laugh with us as we dive deep into the denominational doctrines of the divine in the Unblessed Podcast. Welcome to the Unblessed Podcast. My name is Evan. And I'm Scott. And we are two ex-purity promisers. Scott, did you ever do a purity promise when you were in high school, middle school, elementary school, kindergarten, preschool, <laughs> maybe just in the hospital after you were born? Uh-huh. Yeah, I was dedicated to a life of purity right from the womb. They said... Set this one aside. This one's extra pure. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Doctor smacked you on the ass and you were like, hey, now. Slow down. That's for that's, my wife. <laughs> that's Jesus's ass. That's Jesus's ass. <laughs> um, yeah, we had purity talks all through. Like, I mean, it started in youth group. I don't remember at a time before the weirdness of youth group that I was a weird kid, though. And I remember, God, I used to go up to youth group on Wednesdays when I could have just been down with like the other kids in like fourth and fifth grade and played like kickball. But I was like, I want to go up and hang out with the older students and like worship and read the Bible. That sounds cool to me. That sounds like a lot of fun. These pagan fourth graders down here playing wiffle ball. Not for me. I want to go upstairs and read the Bible with the older kids. <laughs> but I remember, so I, when I was in fifth grade, I would go upstairs and like hang out with like the older kids. But then one night, I remember they're like, we're going to talk about sex. Like, so if you're not in sixth grade or above, then you shouldn't be up here. And that intrigued me so freaking much. I like caught the bug of like, what the hell is this all about? What is, what's the big secret? What's going on up here? What's all the drama? Um, so I couldn't wait to have the first like sex talk at youth group. <laughs> Cause I wouldn't know what they talked about, <laughs> but it started in sixth grade. What about, what was your like first purity talk? I think the majority of my purity talks probably happened in school. Um, so we had we had a few abstinence educations that were either someone's mom or one was one like Nazarene pastor came in one time. What the hell? That was really weird. Um, <laughs> and then after that, uh, we all went to a conference, and then afterwards, we all you know dedicated ourselves to purity. 
And so um, we all had a uh, weekly or monthly, I can't remember, uh, men's Bible study. Uh, That was just the boys in the youth group and this one guy. Just a guy. Yeah. (laughs) And it was just a... You know, all right, everybody, have you jerked off? And so we we tried to make it like better by not making everybody go around in the circle. And we were like, all right, who's on the hot seat this week? Yep. Oh, hot seat days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like, all right, so Evan, you're on the hot seat. Did you jerk off? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) that was that was kind of what purity was at that point but 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 by that point i had already started dating um so i don't so you were just a rambunctious sinning just devil worshiping impure soul yeah, call me jimmy because i was a wild child baby oh jeez. um God. no yeah i was already I, I was already like aware of sex and aware of like the body and how it acts by the time I'd even started dating. Um, I don't know a better way to say it. <laughs> like <Sorry>. just <laughs> imagine little Evan. I'm aware of sex and how the nah. body acts. Mom, back off. Mom. <laughs> I don't need that talk. Put that book down. I know everything. <laughs> my my dad would have rather been cut up by chainsaws than have that oh, conversation with me. My gosh. Like, I Yeah, we had it in school, like as a, like a you know, medical, anatomical sort of talk. But as far as like dedicating it to Christ, your first time, you said it was like a college. I never really like this was a bit of a lie. I never I don't think I ever dedicate. I don't think I ever dedicated your body to Christ. Yeah, I never dedicated my body to Christ. (laughs) I never really went through a purity ceremony. I never had a purity ring, anything like that. Yeah, I never had a purity ring, but I do remember talks in like our youth group about specifically saving yourself for marriage and saving yourself for uh, the only time you should have sex is within a Christian and godly marriage. It's the, and it's going to be the best sex of your entire life. <laughs> if you do it within that circle, it's going to be the best sex ever. Just the know. best. Yeah. God only creates things for good. And when he creates them for good, they're the best thing ever. That's right. God knows every sexual thing you want to do and so and it's two got, people, you gotta wait <laughs> two people who have been sexually repressed their entire lives will know exactly what to do yeah, on their exactly. honeymoon night <laughs> <laughs> oh the lies we believed for a while yeah i, I mean oh, i thought man. oh yeah if we just hold it so i remember um specifically like church because like the school one was a little different i think i've told that story before of like we had the mom come in, like use like the masking tape and be like, a little bit of you leaves every time you have sex with somebody. And it was like, yikes, that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but in church, it was, uh, I mean, just very specific to like waiting for marriage because that's God's design for sex. And then, um, but specifically dating, um, I guess, and like purity, it was you could date, but it had to be extremely like just uh, only platonic, like barely any romance. Like it's like, just go hang out with the girl and like go bowling. And that's, that was kind of as far as you could go. <laughs> like maybe kiss on the cheeks, but 
not not those cheeks, face cheeks, and that's it. Interesting. Um, but uh, Evan, before we dive into some Christian dating, you've been searching and scouring the internet for some. Uh, speaking of, yeah, our I'm, I'm hip. State. I, I'm hip with the. I'm hip with what the kids do nowadays. I'm I'm bussing. I'm no cap. I'm I'm you know I'm keeping my Riz 100. God damn it. <laughs> and, um, came across this video. What did you find on the internet? <laughs> you know, I came across this video. Is this guy in what I can only assume is the passenger seat of his own car? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that stupid? <laughs> and here I am to worship by uh, Matt Redman. Yeah, from the early two thousands is playing, and this guy is just like he's mouthing like everything he's saying. So it's like it's not his actual words coming out, but he's just like it says like, "Oh, you know this song? Oh my gosh!" And he like winks at the camera and is being really flirty with the camera, like bites his lip a little bit, yeah, and just like kind of like um, just gets a little bit like real flirty with the camera, and. (sighs) Honestly, I'm going on a date with him next week. So <laughs> for for our listeners that have no idea, uh, Evan will find these absolutely just cringy, like uncomfortable videos and send them. And they are absolutely painful to get through. They are like these Christians that th- like like you described that think they are so in it to win it. Oh, God. The audio won't even make a difference no, at this no, point. It <laughs> it's just going to be Matt Redman. Yeah. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to read to you oh, what he says instead. Peak radio, everybody. Here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Oh, and then you start singing. And it's like, oh, man, you know this song? And you're like, oh, of course I do. How could I not? And I'm like, I love this song. And it's, that's just, I mean, that's peak cringe dating. I don't think whenever I was like interested in a girl uh, in the church or anything like that, that (laughs) knowing anything about like Christian music had anything to do with whether or not we were vibing. No, God, like this is sucks. A a girl I dated (laughs) for like three years, we met in theater and we just both happened to be Christians and so theater was what we bonded over more than anything else. And then like that was like 99% of Evan being interested in girls is whether or not they were in theater and they being like, oh, he's not gay. So <laughs> I think it upsets me that I'd like to think that Gen Z has figured it out, like that they're not going to get caught up in the same traps and snares that we were a part of in youth group. But this is a different thing where it's like they're almost trying to take advantage of others by being like extra Christian. And I guess that was kind of what people did when we were in youth group. Like they're like, yeah, I'm just trying to like really be in for the Lord, you know, like they're trying to be like mysterious and like kind of, I find it soft. I found it like fucking funny though. Whenever that would just end up entirely cock blocking someone, they would just cock block themselves in that regard. Cause they're just like, I'm just trying to be like really into the word and they like make themselves like so unattainable and they're just yeah. like, you know, I don't have time I'm, for I'm looking for 
no, I, I want God to pick my husband. I want God to pick my wife. And some people come along, they're like, oh, you know, I'm really interested in you. It's like, I'm just focused on being a missionary right now. And because this happened to me, and it was like a year later, and it was like, Ooh. hey, this person likes you. And I'm like, well, shit, I asked him out a year ago. They said no. You're waiting so. on Jesus to give you the green flag. Yeah. yeah so I don't know. Uh, I don't know. The, I just pray for Gen Z, because if that's what's out there, like Riz Kings like that, yikes, that's a nightmare. So well, today everyone we're just talk- follow Evan yeah. on Instagram oh, if you want more of that. That's all do. I'll say. <laughs> um Today we're going to talk a little bit about the Christian dating and the life cycle of the Christian dating life going from, we're going to start at like, all right, you've got the vibes with a girl. You're, you're at, you're at navigators. You're at discovery. You're at, uh, the well, you're at, um, Epic, whatever the, those last three were three real name college ministry services that we had at Alabama, Epic Epic discovery and the well. Um, yes, you're at each one of those and you know, um, you've, you know, maybe come across this girl a few times and we're speaking from the male perspective because that's yeah. the only one we have. We um, weren't allowed to date boys back then. Yeah, we Sorry. weren't allowed to date boys and we weren't allowed to be <laughs> girls. Um, <laughs> Sorry, everybody. No. So what's your first move, Scott? What do you do? What's your, what's your vibe? Okay. I, I have a very incredibly dorky life dating life cycle that so my i think the reality i lived was probably a lot different than the one you're gonna share but yeah. uh, I, I, I would lean over and be like if solomon had you he would only need one wife oh my god i i would throw you out the window if i was a girl <laughs> um okay i like because i dated not my current I almost said current wife, current wife, <laughs> not my, not, I'm on my fourth wife now, <laughs> not my current wife, <laughs> not this wife, but the one before, <laughs> Jeez, it felt like it though, uh, yee, yee. So, yeah, I, so <laughs> before I dated Holly, I did date another girl in college and she was just the ultimate Christian girl, like just incredibly, like painfully Christian girl. Ultimate and Christian Girl is my favorite Christian version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with Power Rangers. <laughs> Ultimate Christian, Ultimate Christian Girl. Girls. Power of Infinity Scarf. Power of Baking Bread. Power of Boggle. Come on, guys, let's play Boggle. Oh my God. Oh, Lord. Um, okay, so I guess it started off with I I was really searching for a godly woman. So I was my feelers were only out for women who I thought were really <laughs> who looks like the least fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's kind of how it was. It was like, gee, who seems like the least flirtatious and the least like extroverted around other guys? That's kind of how it came down to personality traits. But I don't even know what drew me to this person, but I would, this is like peak, peak Scott in college where I, this is like evangelizing, evangelizing on the beach, Scott. Uh, I don't know. I was just looking for someone that was like 
anytime we were at like navigators or like church. So I guess the first move was I started going to church with her because I was going to a different church. And I thought maybe I'll check out this other other church that this girl goes to. And I would just kind of like sit kind of next to them. And I'd see they were really paying attention to sermons, which really got me excited. Um, <laughs> then Scotch is half chubbing it in the middle of yeah, I was like, she takes sermon notes? Why? Jeez. I better start taking sermon notes. So I don't know. It was just like seeing someone that was, I guess, quote unquote, on fire for the Lord was what I was looking for. And I wanted someone that was just extra serious about their faith in God. But what was your like traits you were looking for in peak I mean, I mean, I think like what needed to check the boxes for me, and I'm not trying to uh, water down who I dated before in general, but like, I mean, the number one thing for me was whether or not they were attractive. Um, and mm. then after that, it was like, okay, like, do they go to church? See, I would never admit that to myself. Like, I definitely look for someone who's attractive, but also I was like, that doesn't matter. It's about the heart. It doesn't matter. It's about the heart. It's about the heart and soul. But then it was a little bit more like, okay, well, like, do we have anything else in common? Um, and so, like, I would, like, try, like, you know, we would always go out to, like, uh, lunch, like, as a big group in church uh, or in college. And it was like, okay, I was sitting as this person, trying to get to know them a little bit more. Um, Did you touch elbows ever? Just bump elbows oh. in the pew? Bump more than elbows. Oh, my God. <laughs> But, um, no, I think like with, I was like thirsty as hell in college though. Clearly. I, yeah. (laughs) Thank God I had the Lord. Um, but I, yeah, I guess I'm a little bit curious about how, because with me, I think maybe my dating life was a little bit more normal. Like, I definitely did some cringe shit normal. early on. <laughs> like, I, I Okay, this one, will be an experiment in my dating life, it yeah, sounds yeah. like. <laughs> uh, maybe. Because I did some weird shit. Like, I remember, um, and I don't know how weird this is or how necessary this is, but my first date I went on in high school, like, I did, like, dress up in like khaki shorts and like a collared shirt and went to uh the i I got invited to the girl's house to talk to her dad about dating her first i'd already asked her out and then she was like hey you need to talk to my dad first i was like okay that feels a little like a southern thing maybe but also we kind of did that that wasn't too abnormal and to be fair to people's dads to be fair to i'm gonna use a different name um good yeah, yeah. So, classic evan here yeah <laughs> Name uh, but to be fair to ryan all he all he had to ask me was he was just like do you do drugs and i was like no sir he's like do you drink no sir he's like do you go to church yes sir he's like how old are you and i was like 28 16 he was like <laughs> Jesus Christ, you look 23. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Did you already have full beard at that time? Just- I mean, I I'd already had facial hair um, by that point, and I was pretty lazy about shaving it. Um, but he was like, all right, you know, yeah, take my daughter on a date. That's fine with me. Just, you know, be back by the time we um, say have to be back. And uh, he was always, honestly, like, uh, her dad was a, cool maybe the coolest part of dating her um because he was uh, so chill but um <laughs> then, you wanted to date the dad i kind of um 
then in uh, college, I dated this girl for a little bit, and I remember on the first, I I gotten, I think I got worse information about dating in college than I ever did in high school. I think in high school it was just kind of don't have sex. I think in college it was like, all right, so you need to be intentional about dating. If you're gonna go out with someone, you need to make sure you want to marry them. Yeah, and in yep. one date in college, I went out one date with this girl. I sat there and I was just like, I'm not messing around. I'm going to date to marry you. So if we go on a second date, I'm taking We're this. We're getting married like, that day. Yeah, it essentially was kind of like how yeah. I was going. And yeah. she decided to go on two more dates with me. And then she was like, hey, I'm not interested in you anymore. <laughs> and, I was, and I took it hard. But Ooh. like looking back on it now, I'm just you like. You put a lot of pressure on her. Yeah, like know, let's get sure. married like tomorrow. Like I suck. Um, so. Damn. That's a good point, though. Like, I feel like in high school, the pressure was way off. Like, it was just more about like, yeah, just find someone you kind of gel with and like you can get along and they're fun. And, you you know, you guys are into each other. Just, yeah, don't don't have sex. And just that that was like my boundaries in high school. And so it was, yeah. I did date someone in high school. and It was more chill. I think I like, got to college. And it was the same story. Yeah. 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 I, I think like in high school, like, you know parents were just like teenagers are going to make out they're going to do whatever they're going to do yeah you know um just as long as y'all aren't having sex like that's kind of fine uh but when you get into college it like it wasn't so much about the guardrails as it was about like giving yeah. you horrible dating advice for real like like you said i had the exact same thing where suddenly once i started getting plugged into campus ministries it was like if you're going to date somebody, you have, I remember people say like, you have this girl's heart and you have to protect it and you have to be responsible for it. And it's your, you're tasked with making sure that you're growing this person and that you're committed to eventually marrying this person. If you're going to be in a relationship with them. So it's only like narrowed the playing field of like, Oh, just having fun on dating to like, if I'm going to even engage with somebody, I might have to marry them. Like it was so serious all of a sudden. It got very serious. As much as I as much as I tried, I could never imagine myself like reading the Bible with someone. Like oh, as you a You missed like, out on that. As a just like like I think every now and then I talked with the Bible. I I think with the girl in high school whose dad was like an associate pastor um, of like a church. She and I would just like talk about like the Bible, like about weird stuff um, or would just be like, this is fun or this is funny or this, that or the other. Yeah. But the girl in college, like we almost never did. Um, And I just, it's, I, it, it's it's almost like um, imagining talking about your values as a couple on a regular fucking basis. Oh my god! We so yeah, I started which dating is the this most girl. boring ass like yeah. There's no fun in it. It'd be like if yeah. me and Katie like got together every single day and we were like yeah. So I was thinking about trust today, oh, and I was thinking brother. about you know honor and what oh, those brother. mean. And, you know, we should dive into this book about trust and honor. Did you read chapter seven? Um, it really dives into, you know, this, that, or the other. So you brought up earlier having to talk to a person's parents before dating them. And 
when I got real serious with my Christian dating in college, so I dated this girl that was ultimate Christian girl, ultimate, ultimate Christian, girl. Christian girl. And, uh, we started dating in the fall of my soft power of not being able to be a pastor. <laughs> power of running shoes um <laughs> this is gonna be so, the most sexist episode oh i'm we sorry will ever do so we started dating in the fall i think it was like i don't know september to october doesn't matter but she was very very in love with her dad like she had a i would say borderline inappropriate relationship with her dad where like she just loved talking about her dad just like you know, oh, like he was, he's the best. I can't wait for you to meet him. He's, he's so wonderful. He's so kind. He gave off like the, the vibe of like, if you've ever watched, I know people know I'm obsessed with seventh heaven, but it's like the dad relationship with his family in seventh heaven, just kind of like over like the ruler of the whole family and everyone just kind of worships him. That was the vibe I got from this relationship of like, everybody just loves dad. He's so great. Oh my gosh. I can't wait for you to meet him. Um, so I went to their house over Christmas break. I stayed for like four days, kind of like a long weekend. And she's like, you'll get to be my dad. It'll be so great. And I remember I was in the kitchen with them, like just kind of talking and chatting. And then like he came in and it was like, everybody just kind of like stopped what they were doing and just like, dad's home. And like they ran and hugged him. It was like kind of bizarre, a little weird. And then, but I was like, hit the floor. Oh my God. It was, God. I, she was one. She had like uh, three brothers too. Um, but he came home um, and she's like, you, you have to like talk to him, blah, 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 blah. And so he kind of hangs out in the kitchen for a little bit and he's like, hey, I'll like, how about we go step aside and we'll just chat for a little bit. So I go into this like back kind of office, kind of like guest bedroom thing. And he like shuts the door and I'm like, what the fuck is like going on? Well, in my Christian days, I was like, what the fudge is going on? What the (laughs) F dash dash dash? (laughs) So golly uh, hex, golly hex. I'm in this room by myself. Um, And he unzips his pants. Oh my God. It felt like that. No, but he was like, he, he was a musician. So he was, uh, he played guitar for, a TBN, if you know what that is, like Trinity Broadcasting Network, like the people with the big gold chairs. It's like what Righteous Gemstones is based off of, but real. He was a, a musician for that kind of like place. And he grabbed a guitar off the wall and he said, all he said to me was, I heard you're a musician. How about you sing a worship song for me? So I'm in this back bedroom with just a dad that I just met singing just him a worship song and the rest of the family is on the other side of this door probably just listening the cup on the ear cartoon style cartoon (laughs) stuff like what the fuck am i doing but he's like just sing me a song and like all i could think about well he he just told me to sing a song and i like froze and i just picked a worship song because being a worship that's all that comes to memory for me so i sang how deep the father's love (laughs) <laughs> Which is kind of poetic now. The father's love the for us. So I sang that for him, and then he kind of just like was nodding in agreement the whole time. I I think I sang one verse, and I kind of like stopped, and I thought maybe I'll keep going, but he was just still like 
hyper focused on me. So I just was like, verse two. And I said another verse. (laughs) (laughs) So I did two verses of a song. And then the door opened and my girlfriend came in and she was like, it sounds so pretty back here. Blah, blah. And she kind of like floated onto the floor. And I'm not kidding. She sat at her father's feet like a fucking uh, Beauty and the Beast style, just like <laughs> just like on the ground. And then he hand grabbed hand the he grabbed the guitar from me. And she was like, Dad, why don't you play one of your songs? And then he sang a song. And all I remember it starting with was on the cobblestone path. And that's I forget. I blacked out that moment. I just passed out, hit the carpet. But that's how I started dating a girl. So um, when I say I had an abnormal experience with Christian dating, <laughs> I saw the dark underbelly <laughs> of Christian dating. So. I just, I love fast forwarding <sighs> 20, 30 years. <laughs> Maybe Scott has a teenager of his own. I'm that teenager, that teenager comes home and is like, <laughs> Man, Dad, I just had the weirdest interaction with a with a kid with my girlfriend's dad, and Scott like flips his chair around and goes, "Get me a beer." You want to hear about weird? (laughs) Did you ever sing for Eternity Broadcasting Network backup guitarist in his own bedroom? Until you sing for that man in his bedroom, Lord. So you haven't lived. That was a turning point at that relationship where I thought, I don't know if I want to be part of this family. Um, So that was kind of the beginning of the dating cycle. I want to talk about, as far as this whole dating life cycle, what was Christian, like, actually dating look like? Like, when you, if you were in a a very Christian relationship, what what did the actual, you know, rubber hits the road kind of dating life. I think the stamp on it for me was the only difference maybe for me, um, was one like no sex. Um, but two, um, like we went to church and youth group and everything and like summer camp, like together. Yeah. Like, and we were, you know, thinking about those decisions, those big decisions, um, together. So anything that had, (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Anything that had those uh, had anything to do with Christianity, um, we did together. So we went to church together. We went to Wednesday night services together. Yeah, Yeah. Um, essentially, yeah, you got your own little Bible friend. Um, We were in, you know, me and my high school girlfriend. We were uh, kind of in a worship band together for like a little bit. Oh, Um, you did the band together. Yeah, Ooh. we had it was one of those bands where you have like three musicians and seven singers. Yep, that's that's a standard band roster on a worship band. Yep, rhythm section eight singers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so that that is that was us. Um, in college, we just mainly went to church together and then hung out outside of it, like at each other's place, and so there was a lot. Like we mm. did go out to like on movie days and like if you know and hung out at you know at different parties together. Um, but we had. Did you go on walks? A lot of walks. 
college? That was that was the bread and butter of my dating relationship. I did a lot of walks in college uh, with girls I was more or less interested in, uh, but not at the. I think I I'll say this: I didn't date as much in college. You were focused on Christ. I just, people just kept focused. saying no. <laughs> um, <laughs> God kept saying no. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, no, folks just kept saying no. So, like, uh, the one, like, one where we both can be like, yes, I dated this person from both ends of it. Mm. Um, very much we could, it was just like, well, that's hanging out and like hanging out at coffee shops, hanging out at each other's yeah. place, just sitting around. Um, that's exactly what it was. I can't emphasize enough how much it was just sitting around was my dating relationship with this very ultimate Christian girl. No. It was a lot of walks. We would just go on walks and just holding hands. I dated this girl. Here's a real, here's a real insight to my life. Evan. Yeah. Cause I think my definition of sitting around and your definition of sitting around are in two entirely different sitting. When arounds. I say sitting around, I really mean no. sitting around. <laughs> Am I weird? Am I a weird person? I don't know because I'm a little bit starting to question myself. <laughs> I I dated this woman for nine months. Do you know how many times we kissed? Once. Zero. That's the right answer. No. Zero Scott. times. Nine months. That's how dedicated I was to Christ. She was, she kind of had a goal. We actually didn't really talk about it, but I... I think we might have mentioned her or she, I heard her talking to somebody about it, but we talked about like throwing her because some other people would say like, oh, I'm going to wait until my wedding day have my first kiss, blah, 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 blah. And I thought that'd be a really great like gift to give her is like on her wedding day is a first kiss. And so it was like, I'm going to like hold out for that. So we just would literally sit around and just hang out. We would read the Bible sometimes together. We'd play We'd play Boggle. <laughs> we would play Scrabble. <laughs> we would watch very G-rated movies that I hated. Even at that time, I was like, Jesus Christ, what are we watching? <laughs> um, yeah, but a lot of walks, a lot of nature walks. And that's the, that was the most physical thing we would do is hold hands outside. It was like, whoo. So... Nine months of that and letters back home to daddy was. <laughs> this isn't funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it's weird. It's, it's really this weird. Isn't, this this hurts me that that. This Go hurts ahead. me that this yeah. happened to you. Uh-huh. And then you thought you liked it. Yeah. Luckily, it was my friends that shook me out of it. I was like in a weird Christian like zombie like state and i one of my real close friends in college you were eating like dry bread <laughs> one morning yeah just in a burlap sack yep <laughs> um but i guess we can get into ending christian the kind of the end of this life cycle so i mean as far as dating it was you know just literally sitting around Going to church, like you said, it's like having a Bible buddy, just like somebody you can go to church with or go to youth group with and sit next to and mm -hmm. kind of be some, I guess, exclusive with whatever it means. Um, for me, there was no other fun to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, 
what was it like at any point to end? I guess you've been turned down for Christian reasons. Did you ever have to turn somebody down for a Christian reason or end a Christian relationship? Yeah. So my what first relationship, like? I God carded the girl, the high school girlfriend. Yep. Describe that whole thought process. Like, what what is running through your brain when you got well, hurt? Well, I mean, somebody? I'll say it like this. I think at the time, I sincerely was like praying about it, and I think I was feeling. Yeah. I think I legitimately was feeling like we were drifting apart. Mm. But I thought that was God telling me we were drifting apart, and so I didn't have the emotional maturity to distinguish between the two. That's right. There's no such thing as emotions. It's only God talking to you. Right. Exactly. And so we went to a Shakey's and cause What's I was in college Shakey's, Shakey's uh, that's kind of like a, a CC's I guess. Oh, like a um, pizza place. Yeah. It's a pizza place. Oh, okay. Um, but I was in college at the time. She was still in high school. Um, we met up at a Shakey's. Um, and after that night I, we walked outside and I was like, Hey, I think God doesn't want us to be together anymore. And she went, okay. And like walked to her car and I walked to mine. And I remember thinking the most man thought ever of, well, that was easy. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, I should just do that all the time. (laughs) Like that was the easiest thing ever. Um, Oh my gosh. And then it was like a week or two kind of just pretty bad um, of just like, you don't hear from that person how they're doing. You hear from other people how they're doing. Ooh, yeah. And it's like, ah, oh, shit. Um, they, yeah. God and, card's rough. Yeah, God card's rough. That's a rough, rough card to deal. It's a rough mm. card to deal. Because you're saying um, not just you. You're like, God kind of like, put the nicks on this relationship. Yeah, <laughs> God doesn't think you're good enough for me to sound. Oh. Um, so, yeah, that's... That sucks. Um, and then I got God carded uh, as a rejection. Ouch. Later in life, mm. I asked this girl out, and she was like, oh, "Let me pray about it." And then, like three days later, she was like, "I have to be honest with you." And I was like, "I figured we very you- specific vision from God, extremely yeah. specific." Yeah. <laughs> After she was like, "Let me pray about it," uh, about three days later, my joke is, "I was like, so it took three days for God to respond." Um, he had a real big backup cue of voicemails he had to get through you know but she did ended up she did end up being honest with me and was just like i knew what i was gonna say at that time and i just should have been up front with you and i was like yeah that's pretty mature though fair enough but um damn and i we're just getting into all the reasons evan never got rejected um (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so the girl actually dated in college, uh, that Ashley said, yes. Um, she flat out was just like, there's someone else I'm interested in. Mm. Um, and at the time I was like very angry at it, but then later I was just like, you know what? At least like, I, there's, there's no cloudiness to it. Yeah. You know? I, it, it at the very like it there wasn't it wasn't shrouded in anything it was at the very least just like I'm interested in someone else it's not you we should split ways and I was like God jeez um <laughs> so it sucked but um that was probably the healthiest rejection I got uh, another one I got was someone was like. <laughs> You should date this friend of mine instead of me. And I was like, (laughs) not what I'm asking. 
Ouch. They yeah. just said, not me, somebody else. Uh, me, Ooh. but I've got to... <laughs> Don't don't aye, no, aye, aye. yeah. I know you're looking for this part at this Best Buy, but we don't have it. But you should go down the road. Yeah, try you this know. one exactly. Oh. So um, well, unfortunately, I was the one that did the rejecting in these relationships. Relationships being one, <laughs> that was this one. <laughs> and uh, Scott didn't find himself in the batter's box too much. No, I I just I I struck out once and then uh, hit a home run, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, Betting but 500. <laughs> I was in I guess. the I don't know. I was that. in the depths of dating this ultimate Christian girl. Ultimate and Christian girl. Ultimate Christian girl. And I like did not feel happy about it. I was like this I remember saying this is boring. Like this is just boring. And I would always justify reasons. I remember friends would be like, "You okay? Like is everything all right with you and and so and so?" And I'd be like, I would always just put on a face like, it's fine. We're, it's so, she's just so faithful and so strong willed and God's <laughs> like, faithfulness and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, but blah. she's not fun. That was literally what my friends would say. They would go, she's not fun. You are a fun, surprise, as dorky as I was, people somehow liked being around me. We're like, you're a fun person to be around. They're I like, believe it. Like, you and they were like, yeah. Yeah. I was a huge dork, but I, I think I was a fun dork to be around, but. Um, people are like, you're fun to be around. You like to goof off and whatever. And it's like, this girl is not that she is a downer. She just wants to pray all the time and talk about her dad. Maybe we should do something else. And I would always justify like, no, like she's going to make a great like partner in life. And she's helping me grow in my faith in Christ and blah, 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 blah. And it really wasn't until like you said, Evan, someone finally came up to me and was like, do you have fun with her? Not are you growing with her or are you feeling like a better, you know, more mature person? My buddy just asked, do you have fun with her? And I said, no. And they were oh, like, no, I mean, not that def- like definitively, but I was just like, you know, what? I was like, I don't think I really do. If I really think about it, I was like, I don't think I have fun with her. I'm always kind of like thinking about how we should be closer to God all the time. And, um, so Jeez, that was like a gotta hang out point. with Linda today. Yeah. Like, Oh, we got to go. I don't know. We're going to read through Leviticus again. Uh, so at that moment I was like, I think I need to end this thing. And I prayed and prayed and I was just like hoping God would give me a solid answer and never really got anything. And so, uh, we, like we always did, we just go on a walk. And so I was like, let's go for a walk today. It's kind of like walking a dog one more time before you go to the vet. You know, it's just like, let's go around this tree one more time. Do you want, do you want ice cream? Do you want, let's get I some your, ice cream for you, kid. I got your favorite leash. I mean, sneakers. What do you want to do today? Let's get a pop it's like cup. A, it's like your parents are getting divorced. I know. So we went on a walk and then it was like, I think I just brought up and I said... I don't think I used a God card though. And I'm actually kind of proud of it. I think I just Good. said something like, I was like, I don't think that whatever we have is like, is really clicking or like, we're not really, our personalities are just not working out. And I was like, I, and I, I kind of just said that I was like, I don't think we're really gelling together and I don't have a lot of fun around you. Ultimate Christian girl. And then she flew off into outer space. To be with all the other ultimate Christian girls, to save the, the galaxy, Christian girls. to save the galaxy. Uh, she Sam. took it well, but the only weird thing, and this might be too candid, so if people know me, sorry, but yeah. um, I started dating 
my now wife, but uh, Holly, like maybe a month and a half after I broke up with her, and there was kind of like a little bit of drama in the Christian world of like, oh, Scott just got over so and so super quick and just picked up Holly, who we all know Holly. She's you know, <laughs> she's like a what's her face at the end of Greece. You know, she had like the uh, <laughs> just turned bad. Yeah, Sandy. <laughs> Sandy, I'm not good with musical theater as yeah. some know, but that was that was Holly in college. Yeah, she was she was dark Sandy, um, but. I bring all this up because uh, my ex-girlfriend at that time wrote a letter to my current girlfriend, Holly, at the time. Current girlfriend? Well, my, at the time, current girlfriend, Holly, (laughs) now wife, current wife, former girlfriend who is now wife. She wrote a letter to my wife and it was kind of like a send-off letter, like, take care of his heart and blah, 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 blah. And it was like, what the hell is this about? Like. Very strange Christian culture, like a lot of. It's a very strange Christian girl culture in dating. Yes, um, yeah. because while I was dating my high school girlfriend, one girl walked up to her and was like, "Just so you know, I've had feelings for Evan all throughout all of this, Ooh. and I just wanted to let you know, and that I'm gonna respect your space and this, that, or the other." It's like, thanks for telling me that. Yeah, like, and not her real name, but. Jill and I got in the car and um, she was just kind of like, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And she's like, no, it was weird. Yeah. No, it's weird. Don't tell me what you feel. She was like, imagine if somebody did that to you. And I'm like, I guess so. I think I'd feel kind of weird. Yeah. It It would be super weird if some guy came up to me and was like, hey, by the way, I just have feelings for your your current girlfriend, but it's fine. By the way, and I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm not going to do nothing about it. I'm not going to do anything about it. Y'all have fun. Um, It's great. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird and creepy. There's something that like got spread around Christianity in this last like 15, 20 years with purity culture where it's like you have to lay it all out there for anybody that you have feelings for and like protect them and you're responsible for their heart and their soul. And it, the casualness of dating is just gone. Like we've talked about the beginning of this episode, like it's just, it's so serious. That's what I was locked up in was like, I felt like I was already in this like contract with this girl. Yeah. By the time you're already married at that point. Yeah. You treat it like a marriage and like you go to church together and people like almost like treat you like a couple. Yeah. And like you get kind of warped. And that's why some of these Christian couples get married so damn young. Like they'll be 20 and they'll just get married like their sophomore yeah, year of college. 22 or, or 23. Or like me, 23. <laughs> <laughs> I won't lie. I was a young one too. But like I would have got married to Ultimate Christian Girl like another a couple more months past. Like I was that committed to this person because yeah. that was just like well, what else am I waiting for? Like if we're already in this relationship and that's the whole snare of Christian dating is like, well, if you're already treating it like a marriage and you're kind of like in this very mature, like serious thing, then the only thing holding you back is marriage just so you guys can have sex with each other. And that's what the problem is that you have these like hyper hormonal teens and early 20 year olds that like, they just want to have sex with each other. So they just get married as soon as possible and then they're locked in and like, they yeah. don't even get to really know each other and have fun with each other. And it's, 
it's such a widespread issue that I've seen in like colleges I remember, and I would say in Christian colleges. Yeah. I remember talking to a guy and he's married to this girl now, but they were dating in high school. He married, you know, high school sweetheart scenario. Mm. Um, but he was talking to me. He was just like, what's the point of me waiting to marriage if I know I'm going to marry this person? Yeah, absolutely. That's and I was just like, well, it's about marriage. And he's just like, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. But I like just the whole, and, and like the idea that there's not anything in the Bible that says you have to wait until marriage. There's no clear verse in the Bible. In the beginning. <laughs> what was going to be the rest of that sentence? God, I don't know. There's, there there's, is none. There's no clear verse that says you have to wait, and because, and also that, like, what marriage was in the Old Testament and in the New Testament was entirely different than how we approach it today. To, absolutely, that's the other thing too. Is no one wants to talk about why do some of the patriarchs of faith have multiple wives, and that's yeah. okay? But then in today's world, it's so frowned upon. And that marriage should be this like extremely because marriage today, like we've, it, it's a symbiotic, uh, you know, relationship where like you give and take, whereas like in the Bible, it was a contract. It was just like, mm-hmm. I want five of your goats. I get your wife. <laughs> like I get it was your wife. <laughs> I get your wife for that. I want it was, free passage <laughs> here. Marry my daughter. Hi, I would like land, please. You must marry my ugly daughter over here. Yeah. Deal. <laughs> so She's just like, Dad, you can just call me your daughter. It's okay. <laughs> you only have one. You didn't have to say ugly. My name's Rebecca. <laughs> it's fine. You only have five sons and just me. You don't have to say ugly daughter. Yeah, you, I have a name. You can just, you can stop calling me. You can stop calling me your not son. It's fine. <laughs> Sometimes you oh. call me your son with boobs, and I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, my God. Because you do actually have a son with boobs. You do have, like, Mark is huge. So, like. <laughs> Mark wears a bra. He has a Mark literal wears, bra on. Mark wears Ds. I just wear Cs. Like, this is a whole thing. We do this every time someone every tries time. to pass through. But, no, I've got to do all the chores. Oh, my God. Like it's so different now though. Like marriage is a different thing and but we try to like fit this ancient context on a modern society. And that's that's yeah. what it comes down to is like we try to like fit these passages and some kind of like framework about purity. We really take these verses about purity too and just like totally blow them up and put I all think, the shell on women too. I think a little bit of it. This is kind of my closing thought on all of this. Yeah, closing thoughts. Is that this is this is probably our parents' way of trying to get us to not make the same mistakes they did, but not admit to any of the mistakes they made. Ooh. Because what they grew up in, what boomers grew up in, was hippie culture and free love. No, that's a good and point. I'm not going to... Mom, Dad, if you listen to this, I'm sorry. Yeah. But I'm not going to sit here and think that my parents are the only people they ever had sex with. Your parents were sexual beings. They have urges. No, no. They do. And it's weird to think about, but it's also like, 
they yeah. live through the same kind of stuff that we live through, like the same kind of like uh, urges and everything like that. So the idea, I, I, you look back and you're like, okay, the sexual revolution didn't happen in 2009. It no. happened in the 60s and the 70s. Yeah. And so I think there's very much this like mentality of, okay, well, I don't want my kids to go to do what, to deal with what I had to deal with or to do what I did. So I'm going to make sure that they don't, but instead of talking to them about it, mm. um, which I don't think my parents did this, but instead of talking to them about it, what I'm going to do is I'm going to build up this entire culture and hide behind Jesus as a way God for them to us. not. Yeah. Essentially God card. Yeah. Raise them about sexual education. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. I, think for my kind of final thought on this is um i'm trying to figure out where this all started you know that's the thing with me is this purity in culture. the beginning in the beginning god because i know that like obviously absence has been like a a value that's been pushed in christianity for a while now but something in like the 90s and early 2000s really put a lot of this like spiritual pressure and like it's never been truly a christian value though like it's not it's no not that's what i'm saying like somewhere to come from like somebody kind of like you remember that that stupid guy i think he actually like decided that his book sucked but was it josh harris oh, I, yeah i kissed dating goodbye i kissed dating you- like he kind of really egged this on this idea of like mm-hmm. you should only do courtship and you should like kind of date the person's parents first and then get to know them and like out with casual dating and dating around and in with like old timey medieval, like King and queen, like I will take your daughter and I will court her and we'll be married in three months. Like that, that was the mentality. And guys like Josh Harris, I think funny enough, I think he like renounced his books. He was like, yeah, these are trash. I'm sorry. Um, but it was books like that that were coming around and circulating. Like, I think those early two thousands that got really popular and just took over and people were thought, yeah, we should, stop dating casually. We should just really court people and marriage should be the number one thing you run into a relationship with. Like it should just be marriage focused, marriage focused. So something happened and, um, boy, I'm just, I'm glad that I got shook out of it. And, um, it's funny cause even my family was like, you're kind of weird. Like, <laughs> like the, cause my parents dated a lot in college. Like, so they thought it was weird that I was only dating one person. I was so mm-hmm. serious about them. I remember they were like, you can just chill out, like just date yeah. a little, date around for a little bit. Like date, even my, my, my own mother was like, I dated multiple people at one time. She's like, go ahead and date whoever you want. Like have fun, like go crazy. It's college. Same. And I was like, wow. But I would, I like ran against it. I thought, oh, she has the wrong idea. I'm going to do it right. And no. settle down as fast as possible. So I remember Christian dating. Yeah. Oh man. I remember like talking to my parents about like what I wanted to do with dating. And they always were just like, uh-huh. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck with that. <laughs> Neat. So, thank you so much for listening to our episode. We really appreciate it. Uh, you can find us on unpleasantpodcast.com um, and follow us on all of the uh, different social medias at uh, unblessedpod. So, that's YouTube, TikTok, Threads, Instagram, Twitter, True Social. Duh. <laughs> 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 um, but we really appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate you listening. Uh, and without further ado, my name is Evan. And I'm Scott. And as the Bible says, don't forget to put your trash out on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs>